Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateways to Cinema. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron. Ooh, boy! We watched a Michael Bay movie on. <laughs> I was just waiting to see if you would get my first name yeah, in there this I got, time. I got and, it. Uh, yeah, it was very clearly, you had that little pause where you're like, I gotta get the first name I, in there. I did we talked about think, it too many times. I did times. have to think about it. You're not wrong. You gotta remember what my name is. But we did watch a Michael Bay movie uh, in the spirit of uh, Ambulance. Of ambulance. Um, um, <laughs> and really, I just feel like, if anything, Aaron, yeah. this just goes to show we've gotta treat our veterans better. <laughs> you know what? I've been thinking, and you know, I would like to add... This just goes to show we should treat our veterans yeah, better. <laughs> absolutely. So if anyone doesn't know what that meme is... We went no to, one knows what that meme is. We haven't told the we've, story yet. We haven't told the story. I don't think we have. Either. All right. So we went to see Moonfall, and there's this couple... Great start. Yeah. <laughs> Moonfall just goes to show we need to treat our veterans <laughs> So we, we got to see Moonfall, and we're like the only people other than this couple and their friend who sit right in front of us. It was a wild show. The The couple, the wife was sexting somebody the entire time, like really explicit During stuff. Moonfall. During Moonfall. films. <laughs> Did she not want to see the Moonfall? Yeah, so that was really wild. It's like if you're going to have your phone on, I'm going to look and see what you're typing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're in a movie theater. And uh, But after the trailer for Ambulance played, his buddy, who sat one seat away from them, by the way, yeah, like didn't the, sit the, next to them. No. Like For a while, we were wondering whether they were a group yeah. or this guy was just trying to, like, latch on. Because <laughs> this guy clearly wanted to talk to yeah. somebody, yeah. you know? They play the trailer for Ambulance, and he just goes, man, just goes to show we got to treat our veterans better. And I almost lost it. I'm like, that's what we take from Ambulance? <laughs> like, what? This movie looks insane. It was so funny, though. Because, like, I, I think Jacob and I both agree. Where it's like, yeah, we should treat our veterans yeah. better. Oh, but it's so funny to say that in the context of, of watching ambulance. the Ambulance trailer. <laughs> so it just kind of became a meme now with uh, every, pretty much every uh, movie trailer we see now. We just yeah. uh, end it by just saying, goes to show. Goes to show. We yeah, clearly, we, we have no problem with that sentiment. We agree, yeah, we do, but... It's just in the what? context of Ambulance, especially in the context of watching the Ambulance trailer in the theater to see Moonfall. Moonfall. It's, it's like the, the perfect storm of like, what in God's name are we talking about here? We're about to watch the Moonfall. Like, I don't know if you could find two dumber movies that have come out this year. <laughs> You're probably not right. I mean, I haven't seen Ambulance yet, but I think we're it's safe to, to assume um, it is a Michael Bay movie. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about Ambulance, and I think, because we haven't seen the movie, but more the response that I've seen to Ambulance. We so will far. watch Ambulance, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You'll hear about it next week, for sure, because <laughs> we will have seen it by then. Um, yeah, so uh, The Rock. The Rock, yeah. Aaron, what'd you know going in? Oh, uh, well, here, let, okay. me, let me let me set the scene first. I feel like we should Please start do. doing this okay. a little bit more. The Rock, Michael Bay movie, 1996. Weirdly enough, the number one movie the week I was born. Oh, okay. So this is okay. just a little piece of uh, Jacob history. Mine here. was Mr. Holland's Opus. I've which... never heard of that. <laughs> the only reason I could pull that uh, from my memory bank is because I specifically looked up what would be the number one movie on my birthday. Ah. Um, because it was one of those, like, 
I don't know, Twitter things or whatever. Right, it's right. like, what was the movie? And I looked it up. I was like, I'm never going to watch this. What? What's Mr. Holland's opus? <laughs> Look it up. We got to know now. No, I think it's like a composer or something. Uh, well, it's like I, a, I would imagine with opus in there. I think it was a pretty popular movie. Um, Who's in it? It stars Richard Dreyfus. Oh. As uh, Mr. Mr. Holland, Holland, I'd assume. <laughs> Mr. Holland, I presume. <laughs> um, yeah, so just think about that. Instead of going to see The Rock, my parents had to be lame and squirt me out. <laughs> Why would you phrase it that way? They could have been doing something fun. They could have wanted to go see The Are Rock. Are we allowed to say squirt you out on the podcast? Squirt kids out. That's what it's called. In that context, there's a context? there's a different context we won't use for that. But there's a context that we just used that I think is appropriate for it. Aaron. Yeah. What'd you know about The Rock? Going? I sincerely hope your parents do not listen to this podcast. It's fine. They're or the go. guy who was in that uh, Moonfall Theater. They know, right? they, know, they know what they were doing. <laughs> this isn't a surprise to them. You know, they're like, push, and then they, give, they squirt a kid out. Yeah. And they're like, ooh, feed it or something. I don't know. I've not had kids. I was one. The but fact I don't that you that. Uh, say squirt a kid out <laughs> proves to me you haven't had one. <laughs> Aaron, what'd you know about the rock going in? Uh, well, I knew uh, honestly very little. Uh, I knew it was a Michael Bay movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew the cast. I knew Sean Connery was in it. I knew Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage was in it. Um, and I knew that it took place on Alcatraz, okay. but that was pretty much the uh, limit of my knowledge. Of did this you know movie. the the iconic shot? You know the one. I did not know the. Oh, iconic Oh, really? Shot. I did know the iconic line that we can't say on the podcast. We'll, so. say, we'll bleep it, but we'll talk about that in context of the spoilers, right? So um, I knew that. But beyond yeah. that, I didn't know a whole lot of this movie. I kept on getting confused with, like, similar movies. Like, um... There are a lot of similar movies. I always got confused with, like, Con Air, even though I know that's, like, not the same. But just because they're Nicolas Cage movies yeah. in the same era, I always got that confused. And Escape from New York, I always got it kind of confused from, even though it's Alcatraz and New York. We're gonna, we're gonna talk or about Escape from Escape New York. Escape from LA, well. I think you, yeah. uh, thought of, uh... Well, I haven't seen Escape thought from of LA, so but like, I, I, I just wanted to talk... I, I I feel like this is one of the movies that I feel like I have the most to talk about because Michael Bay is such a prolific film director at this That's point. That's one way to put for it. For yeah, better yeah, yeah. or worse, and I would say maybe worse. But I think I the reason I put this on the list, Aaron, mm-hmm. and I kind of got into this last week. Yeah. Um, when I first saw this movie, it was a slow day, the sweltering heat of June. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're just all bored at work. We're like, would you want to watch a movie? I guess we'll watch The Rock. So we put The Rock on an iPhone. <laughs> Everyone huddled around one Pretty iPhone. Much, yeah, yeah, we're cool stuff. Or, you know, you don't have a, you don't have anything to like. Uh, you don't even have a laptop or I don't computer know why or something we didn't back do it there. That way, we we did. I don't know why we didn't do it. Why and I? We didn't want to get caught. <laughs> you know, Fair, we can't. Okay. We, you know, so you, you can only put safe search on. I don't know if it tells you what you've been looking at. I don't use safe search. Do you use safe search? Yet? No, never. I've never yeah. saved See, so yeah. we don't know anything about that. So I guess, you know, we just used an iPhone because we thought it would be safer. Um, <laughs> so we watched The Rock. And I, the thing is, I have seen this movie. 
but Before there were then, definite or... no 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 okay. that was the first time i saw it but there were definite parts that i must have been helping a customer or something because there were some moments i did not remember and one of those is that iconic line so when i heard that i'm like oh my god that's what the jake and amir quotes from <laughs> i have never known that so that is a, definitely a scene i missed <laughs> i can't believe you went around thinking that quote was from jake and amir <laughs> yeah well in, in its own way it is Sure. Losers wipe. <laughs> That's how they... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop you right there. <laughs> so, yeah. But, no. I mean, I watched it and... Watched uh, it the way Michael Bay intended. Uh, it, honestly, on an iPhone. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I, my original takeaway from that was, wow, that was a weird movie. And I guess, you know, you don't get the full... You don't get to get fully immersed in it in the time, so... I was like, yeah, it was, it was all right. It was weird. But I thought, you know, Ed Harris is good. He's trying. You know, he's doing something here. And uh, I feel like that's pretty much still my thoughts on it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is a weird movie, man. But uh, I think there's a lot to talk about with it. And I sure. do think nobody told Ed Harris what kind of movie they were making because he's trying way too hard for this. <laughs> and he's doing a good job. So good job, Ed Harris. Okay, yeah. And, uh... Nicholas Cage is on the opposite end of the spectrum, so you got an interesting little dynamic mm-hmm. here, and you know, mm-hmm. you got Sean Connery just kind of bouncing back and forth between those two. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> he really does. So yeah, I would agree, there's a lot to talk about here. Um, yeah, just overall, it's, uh, I, I think there's a lot to talk about with uh, Michael Bay's, Michael Bay-isms, you know, you right. can see a lot of them start here. I haven't it's, seen Bad Boys, right. so I don't know. I have not seen either the Bad Boys either. Um, this was one of the few Michael Bay movies I had not seen, but it was very interesting to see how his style was pretty much fully formed right from the start and hasn't evolved in, like, 20 years. I would disagree. I'd say it has devolved <laughs> over 20 years, because I think there is a certain amount of Michael Bay being reeled in here that I think makes it work. Some of his Michael Bayisms, I'm like, okay, this yeah. this works, I like this, the over-the-top. In a certain way, at certain points, that's why I wanted to bring up Escape from New York, it feels like you can see his influences like in this movie more than any of his other ones, where you're like, okay, you clearly love over-the-top action movies from the 80s. Like, that just, that just is what you like, so that's why you wanted to make these. And now you're making Transformers, so I'm not really sure how we got there, but but, you know, there's certain elements of that, almost uh, Carpenter-esque. I don't want to smirch <laughs> the good name of John Carpenter, but... It's too late. There is uh, a certain level of emulation, I think, that he's doing in this that is kind of interesting in, in a, a weird way that I don't think I'd ever say about a Michael Bay film, but here I am. I will say, this is probably the best Michael Bay movie that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um... And I think part of it is because it's much more reeled in of the uh, yeah. of the excess that he kind of. I don't think it's close le- either yeah. of the ones I've seen. This one's just <laughs> actually just way better, and it's not even like that amazing. It's not. It's not that great. It's just when you have those five Transformers movies in there, you know, there's not a whole lot yeah. uh, that's competitive. No. Um, honestly, I don't even know what my previous favorite would have been. I think it would have ended up being uh, probably. Uh, Armageddon by default. Yeah, I mean, Armageddon <laughs> is the defaultest default movie of all time. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the thing is, I have a certain amount of nostalgia for the original Transformers, so I probably would have gone with that. Yeah, I mean, I like aspects of the uh, first Transformers, you know? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's definitely the best of the Transformers movies, so it's better by True. comparison to the later installments. <laughs> of course. Um, but I don't think it would hold up very well if I was oh, to no. rewatch it uh, in any way. Um, yeah, so I guess we can kind of get into... Um, the spoilers, I guess, then. Okay. Uh, but Aaron, yeah. would you recommend this movie? I would recommend this movie. I think this is I think this is a, exactly what you uh, what you expect. Um, so if you're looking for that kind of brainless action movie, um, just kind of very very like uh, Sunday afternoon cable Absolutely. movie kind of style where you can just put something on and just enjoy the Sunday ride for two hours. iPhone at work. <laughs> Um, but this is yeah, it's it's the it's the right balance of dumb fun without getting uh, going too long in the tooth or having too many of the weird tangents that later Michael Bay movies would have. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a really stylish, really dumb action movie. So yeah, I'd recommend it. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> I will mention too uh, that this was like four years ago that this happened when we watched this movie. It was a long time ago. So. I don't know what the statute of limitations is for goofing <laughs> off at work, but... <laughs> Listen, you all go down together, yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. It's much, much like the uh, characters, the villains in The Rock, you know? You're all in it right. together, you right, know? Right, right, and, right, uh, right. I, Yeah, I like that. Yeah? I like you that. like that? You like the villains in The Rock? Yeah. They uh, had a certain panache about them. Well, they knew that... We needed to treat we our veterans treat better. <laughs> better. Oh my god. Let's get into spoilers. Yeah. I, I would recommend this as well. Do you have a star rating? I'd go a solid three. I I was also thinking three. Yeah. Yeah. And no more, no less. It's just it's there. Popcorn it movie exists. All the way. It's fun. You'll forget about it because it's uh. It's the rock. It's the rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd, if this was in theaters, like yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Bring that back. But that's what's gonna happen with ambulance. Well, yeah. That's what we're going to do. Anyway, if if you've seen the movie, or if you just don't care about spoilers, we're going to talk about those spoilers. And uh, it's going to get extra spoilery. Put in... uh, uh, Don't let your kids listen to this one. What does that mean? Because we're getting extra spoilery. I don't know what that they means. They can listen. We'll bleep anything we shouldn't. Okay, what, what are we talking about this episode? I don't know. The Rock. <laughs> Aaron, is there any place you'd like to start spoiling? Um, well, now I'm too distracted by uh, <laughs> what you thought we were going to be talking about. Uh, I don't know. But it's, this, is, this is a wild card episode. I'm tired. I was up at 4 a.m. this morning. You were. It's 8. It's almost 9. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> and, close. Uh, I am This just, is a long movie. I'm firing. Oh, my God. I hurt my hand. What did you do? I'm firing from the hip. <laughs> What happened? You snapped your finger snapped, and hurt yourself? Think, no, I like snapped, but I like put too much into it. Like I like sprained. In it or what something. way? I have no idea. You, you think you sprained your wrist from no, a I snap? It wasn't a sprain. It was like I snapped too hard and I like sprained this little area. I don't think you know what a sprain is. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> 
it's numb, you and would, I don't like that. You would never survive uh, The Rock. I um, I'd be a real Nicolas Cage in this scenario. This is exactly why I do want to start, is with Nicolas Cage, because mm-hmm. I think, like, 90% of the reason why this movie works so well mm-hmm. is because Nicolas Cage knows exactly what to do in this movie. Yeah. He's so hilarious in this. He's, uh, he's very good. Every, every little bit he's doing, you know, his typical, his typical like, Cage freakouts, every single one of them, like, lands in this movie. <laughs> It's fantastic, <laughs> especially when you pair that with Michael Bay's super dramatic camera swings, yeah. where he's just constantly dramatically turning around, and the camera just like flies up in his face, <laughs> and he gives this really awful one-liner, and you're like, this is the best movie ever made. I, I don't remember what he says. He says something like, I do not care, a-hole, <laughs> like right when he's talking to her, it's like, oh god, it's so funny. You're like, what? That, that too, he, he crafts such a good character here where he is like, you know, that sheepish, uh, like, just scientist character uh, who never swears and everything mm-hmm. and then he just, but he's uh, like constantly on the edge and <laughs> yeah. he's just, it's just, it's just coming out a little more and more until he becomes the fully formed Nicolas Cage it's, we know. It's honestly a great build up because it, it takes like those tropes of like, oh, I've got a girlfriend uh, back home She's pregnant or whatever. No, girlfriend's on the front lines now. Come to San Francisco with me. It's just everything is like building in this man's anxiety. It's amazing. <laughs> He's like, oh God. They're like, oh yeah, you're gonna go in now. You're gonna go to the, go to the rock with him. Oh my God, what? <laughs> like, no, God. So yeah, it, it is a really good escalation of his character. I think is really fun. Do we know who wrote this? I imagine Darren Sorkin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You don't believe me? No, I he don't. He did believe. uncredited additions to the script. Did he really? Look it I up. I don't believe you. Look it up. No, I don't believe Oh, my God. All right, keep talking. What else do you want to say? Uh, I mean, the, the actual writers that were credited, I uh, uh, there's a lot of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jonathan Hinesley. He did wrote. punch up the script. <laughs> oh, my God. We got the writer of Armageddon, the writer of Double Jeopardy. Another writer of Double Jeopardy, another writer of Double Jeopardy, and someone who only wrote this movie. And then Aaron Sorkin coming in. <laughs> punched it up. And honestly, yeah, I, I, not that I can see I mean, it, but like more like, okay, I guess it makes more sense now. I mean, this is one of those movies where, yeah, this is just, just written by uh, 17 different screenwriters. Yeah. And like, yeah, it kind of tracks because there are like so many different tones here going on. Right. Uh, because Nicolas Cage is, like, in one movie, which is the best movie, and then yeah. Sean Connery's in another movie, which is pretty good, but not as good, and then, um, what's his name, uh, Ed Harris, Ed Harris is yeah. in a completely other, much more self-serious yeah. movie, you know, like, I, I like you, Ed Harris, uh, you're doing good work here, but yeah. it just, it, you're doing very different things. That's the thing, he is trying so hard, it's kind of wild, wait, what, David Bowie's in this? Not the David Bowie, okay, not the David Bowie. <laughs> I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, yeah, he's doing something very, uh, very different from everyone else, and uh, you gotta appreciate him for it. I think his character is very interesting. It's a, it's a well-worn character trope, I suppose. Yeah. But he plays it so well, and the, the conflicted nature of it, just that whole ending scene where it's the, the standoff between all of them. Is, right. I just think he's so good in that. He's just like, they, it was a bluff. They called it. It's over. You're like, oh, damn. Yeah, that's, that's I a really feel great it, man. Moment. 
what this movie reminded me a lot of was uh, Crimson Tide, and I think it's yeah. partially because of that military coup uh, conflict kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then also because it's like the same exact Hans Zimmer score that he did in Crimson Tide. I also want and, to yeah. <laughs> it's like you can't keep getting away with this, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> You've used the same score too many times. <laughs> You yeah. hear a little bit of Gladiator, you hear a little bit of Pirates of yeah, the Caribbean, Dude, and it's a, like, come on, man. There's a distinct moment, like, right when they're getting um, um, uh, Mason out of prison, that there's just, like, a piece they use that is, like, just Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm like, number one, it doesn't super fit here. Like, it's a good piece of music, but it doesn't, like, really fit with the vibe, I guess. Right. Like, All right, whatever. And then it, like, comes back later on, and you're like, oh, my God, what is this? This is goofy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this, the score is good, even if it doesn't... Oh, God, Aaron's coughing. No. Sorry. Oh, no, he's squirting out a couple coughs. Stop using that word. <laughs> Um, even if the score doesn't entirely fit all the time, it is a well-done score, so I gotta give him that. I mean, it's a Hans Zimmer score, yep. you, you get what you pay for, really, yeah. Absolutely. Were you, uh, surprised at all to see a little Tony Todd in this movie? I was, uh, was a little surprised, yeah, especially since it's not a super significant role, even no. though this is, like, this is post-Candyman, so yeah. I assume Tony Todd's star power has been... I don't know how well Candyman did when it first came out, but I assume people at least knew him more than just being, you know, hired goon number six. So. Yeah. yeah. But he's fine. Yeah, he's Tony Todd. He doesn't listen to that soft stuff. <laughs> Rocket Man, like the dumbest line, but it's so good. Like, if this is what Michael Bay's career could have been, this is like... Because, again, I haven't seen Bad Boys, so I, I can't speak to that. But, like, it, this, this being such an early project for him, like, this is a career I would have loved to see develop, you know? Instead mm-hmm. of whatever monster his career has now become. I mean, it's not like it's that far divorced from his uh, his later films. I mean, the Transformers movies obviously get super special effects heavy. Uh, yeah. But, you know, stuff like, uh, stuff like Armageddon and stuff like uh, Pearl Harbor are very much in the same vein. They just get a little too longer and sentimental with things, you know. True, It'd be true. like if the if Sean Connery's daughter like had like an extra like twenty minutes of screen time for no reason, <laughs> just so we would care more about Sean Connery. It's right. like we don't need this, and he understood in this movie we don't need that, yeah. you know. Someone understood. The thing is, it's one of those things where I, I you can maybe uh, give. Michael Bay all the credit for all the Michael Bayisms, but how much was like him not having enough power to like sway the studio and stuff like that, you know? I'm sure like, I'm sure quite a bit, you know. <laughs> so I mean, you know, who knows? But um you know, it could have been the uh, could have been the island, I guess. Technically is on an island. It is on an island, yeah. So it's pretty much the same movie. Less Scarlett Johansson in this one. By that I mean no Scarlett Johansson in this right. one. She's actually an, an uncredited extra in one of the jail cells. I'd believe it. <laughs> uh, I don't think I really mentioned when I was like, we should do a rundown of the movie. I think I got distracted of what the movie's about, but what it's Alcatraz. Oh, They gotta break think, in, they I gotta think... stop Ed Harris from uh, doing some bad things. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't remember what description you gave. I don't but, either, I mean, but it's it's the rock. It's the I rock. think uh, I think I'm pretty late to the game on this one. I think a lot of people have uh, already watched this movie. Yeah, so. 126,000 on Letterboxd. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> we'll if go with that's that. That's the metric we're using. It's not, but. <laughs> 
I don't think The Rock is really the letterbox community's type of movie, you know? It's also, like, um... It also... The thing that I, like, remembered and, and noticed from this movie, too, is, like... And maybe I just am misreading Michael Bay's movies. I'm probably not, but... <laughs> I feel like uh-huh. his uh the the whole like oh patriotism patriotism is the uh the virtue of the vicious or whatever and all that type of thing. I just don't feel like that really plays with the rest of Michael Bay's uh, filmography where it's just America born all the way down. <laughs> this point. That that yeah, I mean that's a very uh good point that this is the most complicated perspective he takes on the military in yeah. any of his and movies. And it was like his and, first one. <laughs> it is like, yeah, his first one. What? <laughs> like But then again, this is also uh pre nine eleven, which I think would probably oh. if we were to dig deep into his filmography, I'm sure that's where the Dude, shift happens, you I know. I guarantee you're right. I think there's a, you know, it, over the entire, uh, you know, realm of film, I think there's going to be a very noticeable shift in depiction of the military pre and post 9-11, right. you know? Yeah. Not just within Michael Bay, but I think specifically that's probably what happened here as well. Pearl Harbor was 2001, and then it was Bad Boys 2 after that, 2003. I haven't seen Bad America Boys 2 America needed to today. laugh, you know? <laughs> I haven't seen it enough to comment, you know, um, I gotta watch those still. So yeah, I, I have to imagine there was a bit of a shift. That's a very good point. I didn't think of that. It's just weird to think of a world, because we were so young when it happened, pre-9-11. Yeah. That's just kind of wild. Probably a little young to anyone it who's happened. listening, but you know, that's that's that was our life. Do you think you know? we have a young audience? No, no, no. I'm saying I think we probably sound young to people who are listening. Who, you know. Do you think we have an old audience? I don't know what our I don't know either. Is. I don't people know. People are we have listening. One. I don't I know guess. who, but <laughs> someone's out there. It's that uh, it's that Moonfall Theater guy. Now he Dude, knows. he's gonna be so mad when he. <laughs> and now his friend knows that uh, the 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 woman was texting or you know. I've ruined everything. You, you yeah. Multiple relationships. Or maybe I saved it, you know? You know? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's just an interesting uh, note on this, where you like you hear it in this movie, and then you're like, eh, okay, okay, Michael Bay. I don't really know if uh, what you your take on this is, but, you know, people's opinions change, so maybe he was uh, all gung-ho about that. Who knows? I don't know Michael Bay's life. I think he, uh, I think he's pretty, uh, he, he, he's not, uh, I, I think he puts as much thought into these movies as you see on the screen, you know? Yeah, like, he makes the movies he wants to make, he, he likes the explosions, he likes the cars, he likes the women, he just puts them on the screen, and he makes movies for 12-year-old boys, you know? Yeah. That's Michael Bay, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's got, mm. yeah, that's Michael Bay. <laughs> There was just some bad phrasing. I didn't mean, so I just stopped the sentence uh, clean. Anyway, um, so The Rock, Aaron. Yeah. It's The Rock. They break into Alcatraz. They had a little post-credits rap. You didn't hear it because you were in the bathroom. Is that true? I would hope so. No. <laughs> they should get Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Johnson to do the rap, you know? <laughs> Oh, oh, speaking of Drive, because I was doing the whole rock rap in my head. Sure, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Drive, um, this is, of course, the originator of the uh, classic YouTube video, Nicolas Cage Driving. 
Is that is it the originator? Because yeah, there were there so. were definitely there were definitely clips during that car chase where um uh yeah you could notice the Nicolas Cage driving thing. I didn't know that was the originator though. I believe so. Let me pull this. Up. Speaking of that car chase too, that's a great scene. It's yeah. such a it's such a like that's probably the best like. This is like before the 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 era of video game movies, and mm-hmm. that's like the most a movie has ever felt like a video game, yeah. you know. <laughs> Especially when he's like driving down the street into all the uh, the um, parking meters, and the coins are just exploding. It's yeah. like these guys are literally driving the way you would in a <laughs> video game car chase, in Lego Marvel, where you're running over to get studs. They're just like stuff. he's running into everything to try to slow us down. I'm like, is that the best strategy? Yeah. Do you want to be running your car into everything? <laughs> I don't think that works like they like you thinks it does. But it does in a video <laughs> game, so it's a, it's a very True. fun scene, uh, and it just keeps on escalating. This was the originator, yes. Yes. And it's it's also like it's clearly just like we need an action scene early on in this movie, so let's throw this car chase in uh there before they even get to Alcatraz. Yeah, because you know? like right as soon as they get him, he's like, Alright, I'm good now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just wanted to see could, could I do it? I can't. Okay, let's go. Um yeah, I mean, it's, uh, like we said, it's, it's what you see is what you get with this movie. And uh, what you see is a whole lot of Nick Cage. He, uh, he's a he's a Beatlemaniac. What a weird character trait yeah, to throw in there and then never elaborate on in any way. It is. It really is. Yeah. I, I feel like that's just Nicolas Cage's thing, though. Is he just, like, he builds up these quirks for his characters and then just throws them into one scene in the movie. And everyone's like, yeah, that's the price you pay for working with Nicolas Cage. We'll let him incorporate that quirk and then we'll just move on. <laughs> you love to see it, though. You really do. I, Yeah. Wow, what a film. I I am honestly, I think I, well, obviously, within the context of watching it in full yeah. on a couch, I liked this a lot better the second time. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is definitely fun. Yeah. You know, it is so over the top in every aspect, but it works. Yeah. You know, it's very dumb. I, it's... If you if you if this movie you know was trying to play this any more seriously, you'd be oh, like, yeah, these villains have like the dumbest plan ever, and yeah. especially the fact that they don't ever guard any of these missiles properly. <laughs> and the thing is, I would understand if it was like they didn't know people were had broken in, mm-hmm. and then they started guarding it. But it's the reverse; they were yeah. guarding the missiles, <laughs> and then they realized people are breaking in trying to sabotage the missiles, and then they just leave the missiles be with no protection. And it's like, why are you doing it this way? <laughs> And I didn't know if it was supposed to be like a like a thing like they were like weeding down the uh, the the troops enough that mm. um, they just didn't have the manpower to guard everything all at once. Right. But I don't think that's what they were going for because they pretty much the villains pretty much take out the entire uh, you know uh, team uh, right yeah. from the start, and then it is just like it's a pretty wild scene. <laughs> it's like whoa, okay. Yeah, well, that's... a little uh, a little wacko with it. A little wacko, a little sure. Wacko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's good. Yeah, what can you say I? It's okay. What can you say? Yeah, I mean it's okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's an all right movie. I had fun watching it again, and uh, I'd probably watch it again on a little Sunday afternoon. You know, sure. Pop this bad boy on. Okay. Nicholas Cage uh, do his thing. Nicholas Cage thing. Make a double feature with Con Air. Again, I haven't seen Con Air, but I assume it works. Make a double feature with um, 
Ghost Rider? Starring Wesley Snipes. With what? The Fan, starring Wesley Snipes. I've never seen The Fan. Uh, I haven't either. Wait, maybe I have. Which one's The Fan? You tell me, man. You yeah, you yeah, really yeah, brought yeah. it up. Uh, yeah, it's the baseball one. Yeah, I've seen that. It's a baseball one? Yeah. What movie am I thinking of? Where it's like the, the fan of the uh, actor or whatever, like stalks them or something. No, you're, you're thinking of... Um... It, so... I feel I like that's I don't probably multiple I movies. I don't know how much I want to spoil of the fan. But that is it is... on the list? No. Is that part of the fan? That is, yeah. That's I mean, just like that's, a stalker. There's a, there's a, uh, yeah. It's a part of it. It's a part of it. I, I think you're thinking of you're, you're the actor one is with um, what's his name, right? Directed by the guy in Limp Biscuit, right? That might be the one I'm thinking yeah. of. What's yeah, that one called? I don't remember. That's the one that just came out like a couple years ago, right? What, who's in that? It's John Travolta, right? Probably sounds right. <laughs> John Travolta, man, he's uh, wild. Uh, let's see. Now, now we're on this. Okay. Speaking of Face Off, you know that's a. I have not seen Face Off. I gotta watch that one still. I guess I just gotta catch up on Nicholas Cage's. Before this new one, I can't remember. Oh, that's true. That's that's the time you gotta. Yeah. All these all these film journalists are gonna be putting out their every Nicholas Cage performance ranked lists, and they're all going to misunderstand the Wicker Man, and you know it's gonna be super frustrating. It was a comedy. Get over it. I can't find this movie. What was this called? I don't know. Was it uh, was it with uh, John Travolta? It, it, oh, The Fanatic. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm thinking. Yeah, okay, fanatic. different movie. Anyway, that's pretty much all I've got to say about that. The, the fan. Honestly, I could probably just binge watch a lot of Nicolas Cage movies. I mean, they all sound interesting. He's you been know? in a lot of stuff, man. Well, he likes to work, and he likes to no, no, he buy likes things. To spend money. <laughs> and you know what? God bless him for it. He's uh, he's bolstering our economy, or whoever's single handedly whoever's economy is bolstering by buying castles and places. I don't know. Some country. Aaron, do you yeah. have anything else you need to say about the the not the fan, <laughs> the rock? <laughs> Uh, nothing else I, I, I have to say. What's our, what's our timeline on this one? We're at 30 minutes. Okay. Did you want to cap it around 30 minutes? No, but we usually like to trail off a wax poetic about something else. Well, if you have a topic, I mean, it's, it's the rock. But I, you know, I want to, I want to give you full reign to, uh, squirt out any thoughts you got. Why is this the theme? (laughs) Do we need to talk about the quote? Did we already bring that oh, up? Did yeah. we talk, or did we just keep on talking around it? We were just talking around it. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it up specifically. I honestly did not realize it was from this movie. I thought it was from a different Sean Connery movie. Um, what was the name of that one? I don't know. Entrapment. I thought it was an Entrapment, which is a weird movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. No, I've never heard of that one. Uh, it's with Sean Connery and Captain Zeta-Jones. Okay. And they're just like thieves, and they're like competing each o- against each other. Um, and it's very bad, but like in a, like a very 90s kind of very bad that makes it very entertaining. 
But um, do you want to give us your best Sean Connery? And do I do not. Do you want to give us our best Sean Connery? I can't do a Sean Connery. Well, can neither me? can I. <laughs> but God dang it, I'm going to try. And special guest uh, Sean Connery is here. We know he died. Yeah, and he's also dead. Hey, not- respect the dead. We're not going to do it. <laughs> you know, this just goes to show. <laughs> we need to respect our actors more. Not Sean Connery. <laughs> well, yeah, fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a Sean Connery. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's the. It's the. <laughs> you can say it. You're an I'm adult. Gonna, I know you say it, I'm gonna keep squirt it, a lot. Don't worry. I'm going to keep yeah. it appropriate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your best. <laughs> Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and <laughs> the punch. <laughs> I hate this episode. <laughs> Can I say that? I don't know. <laughs> it's your podcast. You can say whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It either gets bleeped. <laughs> but that stays in. That's uh that's the that's the iconic quote yeah, yeah, that yeah. I was very familiar with outside the context right. of this movie. I didn't know what movie it belonged to, obviously, right. but <laughs> I hope Aaron Sorkin wrote that line. I, I hope, hope that was he him. Too. I don't, I hope I don't know if there, uh, if anyone's come forward to take credit for it. I don't know. I mean, that's like, if you're a writer, that's like the top of your resume, you know? Yeah. Anytime you're submitting to be like, oh, you know, what are your qualifications to write uh, Spider-Man 7? And it's like, well, I wrote, I wrote the, the iconic prom queen line from The Rock. <laughs> I love the follow-up to Carla was the prom queen. And that's another one of those great Nicolas Cage moments where he, yeah. they, you know, plays down that sheepish uh, character and then he's just like, yeah, embraces the inner badass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's an, he's, his inner Chad is coming out. <laughs> so the Jake and Amir one is the loser's wipe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> then winners go yeah, no, I've, I've yeah, seen it. Yeah. I knew it was a reference. Yeah, so. I didn't. Well, maybe you should watch more films and less Jake and Amir. The thing is, I had seen this movie. <laughs> I just didn't see that scene, I guess. Well, you watched it on an iPhone, to be fair. Oh, we didn't so. even talk about the iconic shot. What's the, that kind of the, shot? Where he's kneeling down and he's got the flares out. See, I thought that was from Con Air as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe you need to watch more films. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's The Rock. That's um, I, I think I'm gonna watch Con Air this week. At this point, I just kind of gotta God. get it out of my system. Yeah, I don't you, know if that movie's any good, but you know, I gotta, got a lot I just of gotta pent do up it. Con Air energy. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know what Con Air is. I assume it's airplane men. Oh my God. What? I can see why you thought that. Right? The yeah. poster is him doing the same pose. With Pretty much. Guns. That was just his thing. It's probably not even him. I can't. No, tell, I don't but... think so. It's pretty wild. It wouldn't be John Malkovich. <laughs> Con Air. Aaron. Yeah. Do you want to rank this bad boy? Uh, yeah, but you go first because I didn't do it yet, and you did it <laughs> okay. uh, already. So. So I've got uh, The Rock sitting solidly. At a number nine, it broke the top ten for my list. Not wow, the okay. not the total list. I didn't rank it in the total one yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but behind Four Christmases, mm-hmm. <laughs> ahead of Raising Arizona, another Nicolas Cage joint. 
The thing is, Raising yeah. Arizona, a better movie than this. No yeah. doubt about Absolutely. it. But The Rock is so goofy. <laughs> you know, I'm always down for a good goof. Uh, I would put this... I would put this eighth. Um, oh, behind okay. the lure, uh, ahead of Wreck. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm, interesting. Which I think Wreck is probably the better movie <laughs> yeah, in a sense. But say. looking at it, I was like, I can't. I have to put The Rock above it because it was more entertaining to me. You know. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe it will drop to nine when I actually uh, look at this <laughs> list again. But maybe, maybe when I get down from that uh, that high of seeing The Rock, you know, that fist pumping. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> you know, and he finds just, out who kills Kennedy. He does find out who kills Kennedy. You can see that little uh, conspiratorial gets... spark in. Uh, yeah, in this movie does feel like... very uh, National Treasure at times. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say more just like his Transformers movies. <laughs> like oh, always. Uh, you were talking about Michael Bay. Yeah, okay. Michael Bay. You can see that kind of conspiratorial. Right. Uh, not consp- yeah, yeah, conspiratorial. Yeah. In a sense. Energy. Yeah, because the the Autobots conspired with uh, Harriet Tubman uh, on the Underground Railroad. Conspire makes it sound <laughs> like a bad thing, you know? Yeah. I don't think. In the context of the movie, it's just weird, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Because it, it, it ropes in. Mm hmm. On Transformers 5. I know you haven't seen this yet, but we're going to talk about it now because it ropes in like King Arthur and Harriet Tubman and like six other historical figures. They're all just like the Autobots helped them all. You know, they won the Revolutionary War. They fought the Nazis. They helped with the Underground Railroad. They landed on the moon. And it's like, what are you doing? Why is this your movie? And then at the end of the movie, the planet Earth is a Transformer. Of course. And obviously they didn't know where to go with Spoilers that. Spoilers <laughs> for Transformers 5. <laughs> yeah, I knew that already. We've talked about that extensively on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. Transformers 5? Yeah. You'll just have to watch Omicron one of these points. whatever as hell his name is. Omnicron. That's, that's the that's COVID. COVID. <laughs> What's his name? Omicron? Unicron. Unicron. There we go. <laughs> it's all Autobot to me. <laughs> it's all it's all it's all robot language to me. <laughs> this is such a bad episode. You can't do this while you're this tired. <laughs> oh okay. And that's it. We talked about the rock. We did. Aaron. Yeah. Do you have some? Are you, no, I don't have... I, the thing is, I don't, we don't think have, we should have to force a second segment. No, we don't. But, you know, I just wondered if you had anything you wanted to bring to the table. I don't think so. Anything you wanted to just get on out there. Is that the phrasing you wanted to say? No. But yeah. I just, you know, I just... The bit's done? The bit's not done, but it just didn't feel right, you know? <laughs> oh. Didn't feel right, so you didn't squirt. <laughs> Alright, that's it. <laughs> we can't go out on that, no. It's too late. It's it's over. Um Yeah, I don't know. Well, well Aaron, what are we gonna watch next week? Uh next week, um I have this figure out because okay. next week uh Riley Stern's new sci fi film Duel comes out. Okay. Um and so in the spirit of that we are going to watch Moon, mm. which I don't know how much you know about either of those movies, and I don't really want to say too much because it's one of those things where the parallels will become apparent after you've seen Moon, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily want to tell you that ahead of time. I um, 
I did see Moon, actually. That's when it falls, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is I, before it falls. This is the prequel. This is the prequel <laughs> to the falling moon. Oh, God. Well, I guess next week we're going to watch Moon. Not Moonfall. Not Moonfall. Seriously, watch Moonfall, but also watch Moon. That would be a great double feature. Moon and then Moonfall? I haven't seen Moon, but I'd assume it would... Uh, well, do you watch Moonfall and then Moon, or Moon and then Moonfall? Star Wars order. You watch uh, you watch Moonfall and then you watch Moon okay. to see how it all went right. down. Yeah, even though they kind of spell it out in Moonfall, <laughs> they do a lot of the origin story of the Moon in yeah. Moonfall <laughs> more than you'd expect. <laughs> a lot more than you'd expect. <laughs> So they give you a past, a present, and a future for the moon, and it's it's glorious. And isn't that what we all need in these trying times? <laughs> you know? Can I offer you a moon in these trying times? <laughs> Guys, if you want to find us around the internet, you can find Aaron at myhonestopinion.com. You can read some reviews on there. You can read the Aaron still. And of course you can find him at uh Honest Opinion on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And honest opinion on Letterboxd, where you can read his is uh, is shorter reviews, is more is uh, more concurrent uh, reviews. And if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Letterboxd. And you know what? Screw it. You can find me at Jake Lace on Music Board too. Everyone join Music Board. <laughs> sponsored. Are we Just sponsored kidding, by no. Music Board now? No, but I like it. I think uh, people should uh, be on that one. It's it's Letterbox for music. So I guess it's fine. I'm a fan. I like a good UI every now and then, <laughs> and I do think that the UI is quite grand. <laughs> To you. It's got a grand UI. Spoken like someone who's being paid to say it. <laughs> I'd say that when I saw it, and this is, graphic design is my passion, so mm. I was just, wow, just really blown away by it. This sounds like I'm being ironic about it. I do think it looks nice. I just am <laughs> tired. <laughs> so, guys. Clearly. Yeah. <clears throat> until next time, mm-hmm. go watch Rock. The Rock, if you haven't. Go watch Young Rock, the prequel. Go watch Young Rock, that's the prequel to The Rock. Go watch... Um, Ambulance. Ambulance. And Moon, and Moon Fall. Whichever order, I'll let you pick the order. Um, but just know that Canonical Rewatch is Moon Fall Moon. And then um, Ambulance. And then Ambulance, which is sort of a midquel. Um, he kind of just talks about what's going on on Earth during that yeah. time, you know? Like the third Cloverfield movie kind of thing. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where just, the reverse, just... though, technically. Yeah. Anyway. Did you forget how you were going to end this? No, that was pretty much it. I just like, I like to let things sit for a second. You know, okay. just kind of let it wash over people. We can't sit for a second. This is the Michael Bay podcast, you yeah, know? Sure. It's constant. Constant action. That's true. That is true. <laughs>